Well, 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 welcome to another episode of the Fearless Parody Podcast Show. You know, parody doesn't come with a manual. It either does parody a child, preteen, or teenager. In fact, parody is very scary. It can cause every parent out there to be fearful, me included. The goal, the purpose of this podcast is to provide you with information and resources that help you overcome family life struggles difficulties and challenges and to be able to parent fearlessly. So every week we provide information and resources to help grow your parental leadership while growing the leadership of your child, preteen, or teenager. In short, we are here to help you and your children become the best versions of yourselves. So get ready and dive right in to today's episode. Well, we're back with Rachel Murphy, and just as a reminder, uh, Rachel is a parenting coach. Her family started the Raising Confident Teens to help teach life lessons and leadership skills to teens and their parents. She is the main host of the Raising Confident Teens podcast. Rachel is also the author of the newly released book, and I love this title, I Am Not Your ATL a practical plan for teaching your team to manage money. So without further ado, one more time, here's Rachel Murphy. Rachel, thank you for being back with us for this second part of a three-part interview with you. And I'd just like to start out this particular segment and ask you, why is it so important to teach our kids now instead of just letting them figure it out on their own? regarding money. Right. Well, the the less prepared they are to go out into the real world, the harder it's going to be. And the more skills that we can give them, not even not even just money skills, but you know, how to cook, how to take care of things, how to take care of their car, the more skills that we can teach them while they're at home, um the easier it's going to be. You know, a lot of times people just throw their kids out you know, not literally, but they send their kids out on their own and they're starting college and they have to figure out cooking, cleaning, doing their laundry, handling money, you know, all at the same time while they're trying to adjust to a whole new environment. And, you know, that's just, that just adds so much stress to that transition they're going through right there. Oh, absolutely. It's a, it's, it's a shock upon shock upon shock. <laughs> and, you know, the, the amount of people that find themselves, you know, oh, I'm free and get themselves into a huge amount of financial trouble is is pretty high in the college years. And if we can set them up so that instead of getting into debt and having to spend years to dig out of it, they can start to build wealth in their early teens, you know, in their teens and early 20s, instead of having to wait, like most people wait until they're in their 30s to start saving for retirement. Right. If if we can just cut that, <laughs> cut that off by about 10 years, think about how much wealth they could build, you know, how much freedom they could have. Think about how that would change their marriage. You know, marriage uh, money is the leading cause of divorce, according yes, to some surveys. Right. So think about how much pressure that puts on a, a marriage. I know that when we went through our financial trouble, you know, that just we were so stressed out. Um and if you can eliminate that, think about, you know, think about your grandkids, your future grandkids. 
how will that help them if their home environment is not filled with all of the money stress and, you know, divorce, you're just changing your whole generation. You know, you're, you're changing, you're leaving a legacy. Yeah. You have to pour into your kids and and, uh, teach them some of the things that go help them have the possibility of success. And I love what you're saying about they're starting in their twenties to say, because if they do it right, by the time they hit their fifties, at that point, they, they could be ready to retire if they've handled their money correctly instead of in their 60s or 70s having to go out and, and, and work at one of these stores as a greeter or something just to keep food on the table and, and to keep your lights on. That when they get in their 50s, they could be at the point where they can retire and have control of, of their lives. So I, I, I love that. And uh, you, you also mentioned some other things about cooking and cleaning. And man, sometimes it just seems like, oh, it's so tough to get our kids to do that. It's so tough to talk to them about that. Sometimes it's just easier to do it yourself. Right. But are we really doing them a favor? No. We do anything for them? <laughs> I always tell my kids, I want your future husband or wife to love me. I want them to be like, you know, you know, I'm like, when they were really little, I'm like, your room, you're not going to keep your room like this because I want your future spouse to love me. Because, you know, if if you live like this, who's going to clean up when you get out on your own? You're, are you going to expect mm-hmm. your spouse to do that? Right. That they're not. Gonna, that's just going to cause problems. So if you learn to learn these skills now, um, the problem with those kind of skills is have you you know the Eisenhower matrix? Have you ever seen that? Oh, go ahead, go ahead, tell us about it. Okay, so you can divide everything in your life into a imagine a plus sign, right? And then okay. there's two um, quadrants at the top, two quadrants at the bottom, and you can divide everything into your life into either it is urgent and important, urgent and not important, right? So that would be you know stuff like right. my car just. And that's urgent, important, right? Urgent, not important. And then the other category would be not important, not urgent. That's stuff like social media, watching TV. <laughs> and then the other one well, is... Some, some young people might debate with you on that, but but you're right. Go ahead. Right. And I'm not saying you shouldn't do those things, but you should plan it so they're not taking up the most of your time. Right. And then right. the fourth category, it, which ones have I done already? Let me see. It would be... Urgent, important, urgent, not important, important, not urgent, and then not urgent, not important. So the problem with all of those skills, they fall into the not urgent, important. And so it's so easy to kind of like just kick it down, kick the can down the road and say, you know, we'll get to that later. And then you look up and they're graduating high school and you're like, but I wanted to teach you so much stuff, mm-hmm. right? You have to kind of come at this with the approach of we are building, we want to, at the end goal, we want a fully functioning adult who who has good character, right? Who's compassionate. We want them not to be someone who can't stand on their own two feet and mom, dad always have to come bail them. Because that, that, that sets them up for failure in their marriage. It sets them up for failure in their life. It sets them up for 
failure as a parent because, you know, they they, they could have got all these skills earlier. They had to learn them the hard way. And, and, and sometimes they learned them imperfectly. And, and you don't want that on. Right. And you don't want them to come back and live on your couch. So, so I'm telling you this now. So you don't want them to come back and live with you. You know, sometimes that happens because of, you know, something unexpected, but a lot of young people are still living at home just because they don't know how to adult. Right. They, they they don't have the, the skill set. There are things that they have not been taught. And I remember now uh, my parents didn't talk to me about a whole lot about money, but before I could go away to school. I had to show them that I could cook for myself. I had to show them that I could do my laundry and, and you know, that I could iron down. This is stuff that I had been doing. So they had taught me, they had shown me, they were making sure that I demonstrated the skill to a higher, higher level. And I mean, that that helped me out. That helped me in the military. There were guys who struggled. They they barely knew the end of iron, where to plug it in to be able to press their uniform, uh, you know, and, and how to cook. It escaped a lot of guys, you know, that I was in the military with. Thank goodness we had the chow hall where they could go down and, <laughs> and get something to eat. But you're, you're right about this, Coach. We do need to make sure that we're passing things on to our kids. So. Uh, Let me ask you, if you are that parent who are not parented about how to handle money, you know, if you're that parent and you may feel inadequate to teach your teens or preteens about money, uh, you know, what should they do? You know, the way that we teach our kids about money is probably not the way most people would think. Because whenever I explain to it to people, they're like, hey, that makes a lot of sense. I never thought of it that way. So, you know, every parent spends money on their kids. Yes. And a lot of it, it just just flows and we don't think about it, right? Um, Mom, can I have money for this? Yes. Um, let's. We're all going out to dinner. Mom's paying for everybody, right? Um So what we did with our kids when they got to be fifth or sixth grade, we started becoming very intentional, intentional, (laughs) intentional about turning over things to them that we were already spending. So we started small, you know, it could be just like a little bit of spending money or say you go to the ice, get ICs once a week and you always pay. How about if you said, Hey, from now on, you get icy money at the beginning of the month and you have to handle it the whole month, right? Mm-hmm. So this is how we teach our kids. And then every year we give them more categories to handle and they get a bigger salary. I, I love that. I love that because you're, you're building layer of layer of, of competency with your kids. Go ahead. Right. And, and it's money we are spending anyway. We're just letting them manage it, right? So like we go out to eat. We go, you know, go out to eat after church. Mom, dad always pay. Well, what if you just said, hey, I'm giving you restaurant money at the beginning of the month. You have to handle it all month. You get to decide what you're going to eat. But if you don't choose wisely, you might not have enough at the end of the month, right? Mm -hmm. Because that's the way life works for adults. We don't get to, you know, we don't get to 
oh, well, we'll figure it out. You know, we'll, we'll borrow it from here. You have a finite amount of money, which a lot of kids don't cannot grasp the finiteness of money because mom, dad are always just open in the wallet. Right. So, um, you know, with five kids, we used to always say, Hey, everybody, you got to get water, right? <laughs> mom and dad, we're, we're trying to save money. Everybody's got to get water at the restaurant. Um, and I always felt guilty about doing that. Well, I, I noticed once my kids got that turned over to them that they more often started saying, I'll have water. Because they could understand if I don't spend it here and mm. I save it, you know, maybe I could have more money for something else. So start, the process starts to ingrain itself upon them. So let me ask you, do, did you use like a, a get them like a debit card? Because that's what we did for our kids very early, you know, like in junior high. Right. <clears throat> they yes. had debit cards that, that the- we were money on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at the very beginning, you start, we started with cash because they were little and they just couldn't grasp the debit card, credit card, you know, is that real money? But then we transitioned them to debit cards pretty early. And actually, there is this new company that I am very, very excited about called Cube. Um, I've been using them. They have a, a free um, single account version and they're supposed to come out with a family plan. Um, and, and what cube is, it is, you know, the cash envelope system. A lot of people use that where you just put your money in the envelopes and they say it helps them, you know, you can only spend what you got in the envelope. Well, cube has taken that to the next level and it is a digital cash envelope. So you, they give you a debit card and you, your money comes into the account and you put it into the envelopes. And so when you go to spend your money, you put in your debit card, but you have to open up the envelope on your app on your phone. So you, it's very mindful. You know, I'm, oh, this is coming out of my food money. You know, do I have enough there? And then the awesome thing about it is if there, if you have to open up the cube right before you purchase, and then it'll, it'll deduct it from that cube. So if they lose the card, there's no money on it. It only puts the money on it right before you buy it, and then it puts it back into the. Into I the- love that, uh, you know, Bob's and Dad's. We're, we'll, we'll put a link to this in the podcast description because I I absolutely love this. I love the intentionality of it. Uh, that you, that they really have to think the process through, and it helps the budget. Right. Yeah. Yes. And they're coming out, the, the family plan, they're supposed to come out with it any time. It's going to have 10, you're going to be able to have up to 10 uh, people in your family on, on the same plan. So um, I'm so excited about that. But, but, but there's just so many built-in lessons when you start turning this kind of stuff over to your kids. You know, like uh, they learn about sinking funds, right? You know, girls' haircuts, they don't occur every month, but when they do, they can be a doozy, right? So they have to yeah. learn I set aside a little bit every month, right? Um, You know, we don't have the fights about, you know, I spent good money on those clothes and you don't ever wear them because if they spent the money on them, they're going to wear them or they're Mm going to take them back, right? And they learn about tipping and they learn about reconciling their account at the end of the month. And it just gives them, you know, a lot of schools are starting to come out with financial literacy classes, um, which I... I'm glad about, but I also feel like parents think they don't have to teach them if they do that. 
Um, right. They should be involved with it. You know, right. They should know what they're being taught so that they can uh, yeah. get what they're being taught in the schools. Yeah. The problem with that is it's like a half a credit and they're going to get it once. And, you know, somebody teaches you something a year ago when you go to do it, you know, oh, they taught me how to reconcile, you know, in that class. Well, if you did it one time, you're not going to remember it. But the things that make that they found make a financial literacy program a success are repetition. Um, it's got to be relevant. You know, if I'm talking to you about your senior citizen and you're retiring, that's not relevant to a teenager. But if you're talking about how you're going to save up money to buy your first car, that's relevant. Right. And also, is it interactive? So our program kind of has all three of those aspects, um, which our kids love it because it gives them control. What kid doesn't want control? Right. Well, yeah, all, all kids <laughs> love control, you know, and, and the older they get, you know, they, they start to turn into many parents themselves to their parents. You know, Bob and Dad, y'all do this, y'all do this, y'all to do this. Well, but, no kid likes to have to say, I got to go ask my mom if I can have some money. They really don't like that. And no. this makes them feel like an adult, right? And they get to make their own decisions and they get to do it in the safety of their home where if they mess up, it's not going to hurt as much. as if a- Absolutely. It gives them a place where you, you can fail and get back up safely without ruining yourself and and, uh, placing yourself in financial ruin. I'm I'm loving all of this. Now, you see, moms and dads, this is why I have these type of guests on our show. She's already dropped out to us so much good information. Um, You know, I'm excited every time I have a high-quality guest like Rachel Murphy on my podcast. And I want you to make sure that you check out the podcast description, because once again, she'll have links there just for this audience. And we're going to put up a link. I believe you you called that particular uh, uh, debit card. What was it? Cube? Right. right. Cube. Cube. Q-U-B-E. So right. Q-U-B-E. So we're, we're going to have a link to that and check that out. And if it works for your family, I, I highly advise you to take advantage of that. Rachel, again, tell us, uh, about your book and where can they find your book and, and you and a little bit more about you online? Um, my book is actually on Amazon. It's on every place pretty much where you can buy a book. And you can also go to the page I set up, rachelmurphycoaching.com slash fearless. And there'll be a link on there. It'll take you straight to the book to Amazon. Well, outstanding. Hey, Bob's dad's guardians want to thank you once again for listening to today's podcast, I want you to be back one more time as we wrap up with Rachel Murphy as she tries to explain to us or continue to explain to us, you know, why we ought to uh, get our kids ready by teaching them how to use their finances, how to be good with their finances and do the things they should with their finances And so that they will learn that mom and dad is not their personal ATM and they will have a practical plan for teaching their teens how to manage their money. So until next time, God bless. Well, that concludes another awesome episode. Please, please check out the podcast description where you'll find links to family and parenting resources. And I want to thank you, moms, dads, and guardians, for listening to today's Fearless Parody Podcast. 
I truly hope you enjoyed today's show and Daddy Daddy value to you and your family. And I want to leave you with something that was what said by two-time Nobel Prize recipient Marie Curie, who once said that nothing in life is to be feared. It's only to be understood. Now is the time to understand more so that we may fear less. That is why we have this show, to help you understand more about parenting so that you can fear less. So I want to challenge you, like I always do, to go forth and fearlessly parent. God bless.